0: Welcome to the Salvatri Show. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to the channel and the podcast. We have a six-game NBA slate to get into today on Tuesday, January 7th. It's a little bit before 7 a.m. East Coast time. I hope you're all enjoying the start to your Tuesday, still enjoying the start to your new year and the week this week. So appreciate it. Before we get into it, I want to let you know that there is Patreon-exclusive content, and it's not just another little podcast for this slate. It's going to be my NBA projections. It's going to be my actionable stuff that you can use. My player pool's updated all throughout the day. I get that question a a lot and then even after lock all the way up until the final game tips off with lineup news injury news whoever's resting things like that so you can be sure to check that out linked up down below i'll also do a little pop-up at some point during this video if you are interested to open it up in a new page And to check it out, we also have PGA content over there as well. And when I say we, I mean me. I'm an independent content creator, as well as NFL throughout this entire week and throughout the entire playoffs up into the Super Bowl, and then even off season content. So check that out. My social medias are also linked up down below: Instagram and Twitter. Twitter is SalvatoreDFS. You can see it pictured on the screen. And lastly, above the picture is Drafters.com. I'm going to open up the first NBA listener league tonight. It's going to be an eight person league, and I'm going to set it to draft around 6 p.m. East Coast time. So be sure to get in there if you're watching this. I'll make it like a cheap $5 buy-in, just something fun to play. It's a snake draft. It takes five to 10 minutes at most. You quickly go through 20 seconds per pick. You pick each player at a position, and then we battle each other out. If somebody gets hurt, you can change them out. That is what drafters.com is all about. Very cool format. It's not salary based. If you want to enter for the first time tonight, whether into that listener league or just play and not play in a listener league, or maybe it fills up, you could use the promo code SAL100, one hundred A L100, to get a 100% deposit match. So if you're just trying to enter into that contest for $5, instead of just putting the $5 in, you can put the $5 in with that promo code and get another $5 back, all the way up to $50. So be sure to enter that. I'll have the promo or I'll have the listener league linked up down below. Get in there quick because I'm in there. So there's only seven spots left right now. So. Hit the subscribe button. We're about to hit 18,000 subscribers today. We're like 20 away, so thank you. The goal of hitting 20,000 by the Super Bowl, it's slowly slipping away. It seems like we're not going to get there, so I appreciate it if you could spread the word, share these videos, and just hit that subscribe button on the YouTube channel as well as on the audio version. So let's get into it, starting with the injury news. I've not yet filtered this by team, and that's what I'm going to do right now. For a six-game slate, we have a decent amount of injury news. We have a player returning who's been on injury. We had people getting hurt last night. We'll start off with Brooklyn with that player who was returning, was not available last night but they reported that he would be available tonight they did not say start they did not say for a full workload without a minutes limit is karis LeVert, who's been out for really months now since the first week of the season i imagine there'll be a minutes limit here but this does impact garrett temple joe harris and also spencer dimity when he's on the court karis LeVert, a high usage player who will take shots and be more effective and productive point per minute wise than guys like garrett temple and even joe harris For Cleveland, Kevin Porter Jr. left with a knee injury in the last game. They said he's going to be missing a few weeks now. So Chetty Osmond should see minutes into the the mid-30s like he did a few nights ago when Kevin Porter missed. Alfonso McKinney played 28 minutes two games ago when Kevin Porter was out for a personal reason. I think he sees a minutes bump. Darius Garland, Colin Sexton, those guards, shooting guards in Garland, I think they'll see just their minutes that have already been right around 33 to 34 a game. Stabilize and maybe you pick up another minute. Also in Cleveland, Tristan Thompson is questionable with an illness. If Kevin Love right now did not play in the last game because of rest, Probably a big a really big trade candidate, a trade deadline candidate. So we'll see if they play him tonight. John Henson got the start. He played fine, 26 fantasy points for like 3700 dollars But then also Ante Zizic, who was barely owned, 1% owned, went off for 38 fantasy points. So if Thompson was to miss, Henson and Zizic would be definitely in play. Blake Griffin is considering season ending knee surgery. So he's going to be out today with the knee injury. Christian Wood, Thomaker, and then Siku. I don't know how to say the name. Siku. I don't know how to say the name, but we're gonna go with that. Same news for Markeith Morris, he's gonna be out with the foot, same players with benefit. Avery Bradley at 3,800 is questionable with an ankle injury today. Um, You're going to get Danny Green, KCP, and Alex Caruso are going to benefit. Not a bunch for any of those players, but a decent amount to make value on a six-game slate. Carl Anthony Towns from Minnesota, the only injury news here is he is questionable with a knee. Gorgie Dang, Andrew Wiggins, Robert Covington, and then you can keep going, Shabazz Napier, and the rest of the team since Carl Anthony Towns is such a high-usage player, including from the three-point line. Uh, for New England or New England, for New York, you have a few guards here, Alfred Payton and Dennis Smith Jr. questionable. Alfred Payton with personal reasons, Dennis Smith Jr. with an oblique injury. This would help Frank Neal if both of them missed. He would start, play 30 plus minutes at a very cheap price tag of 3400 and be one of the better values in the entire slate. It would help RJ Barrett see more point guard usage as well. For Portland, CJ McCollum is questionable with an illness. He missed the last game. Damian Lillard went for 60-plus fantasy points. He would have a huge bump here. Also in a game where Toronto is not going to have, and we'll get to it, Fred Van Vliet. Really nice matchup for these guards in Damian Lillard, Anthony Simons, and Fernie Simons. And then also Kent Bazemore, Carmelo Anthony would see bumps as well. Bogdan Bogdanovich is doubtful today with an ankle and an illness. It would help Buddy Heald, who continues to see huge minutes. Harrison Barnes, Justin James, and Bialica. Rashawn Holmes left last night early with a shoulder, and he was ruled out. I don't think they're going to play him on the back-to-back. He's officially questionable. I think that leans more towards out in a few hours. Harry Giles and Dwayne Denman, Denman, who they acquired from the Hawks and hasn't been playing, are the only other centers on the roster right now that probably see run. I think Harry Giles was next in line. He was seeing about 15, 16 minutes a game behind Holmes. If he starts at center, he's low in the 3K range. He's a great play. This allows Bielitza to potentially pick up more backup center minutes ahead of Dwayne Denman or even with Dwayne Denman maybe gets 10 backup center minutes for Bielitsa, pushes his minutes floor into the 30s and also a lot of backup center minutes means a lot more fantasy production. So it's going to affect uh, Bielitza, Harry Giles, and then Dwayne Dedman. And then for Toronto, Fred Van Vliet is out with a hamstring. Norman Powell is doubtful with the shoulder. So for Fred Van Vliet being out, Kyle Lowry sees a huge bump. Terrence Davis right off the bench. Patrick McCaw and OG Ananobi. Those same exact players with Norman Powell being out will see bumps as well. We'll get right into the early interest. I'll just stop on the target offense sheet so you can look at it. Out of these six games, we have four of the team totals. The two highest team totals currently are the Lakers, a 117 team total, a 13-point favorite, the late-night hammer. Potential blowout risk there for sure against the Knicks. And then Phoenix. Phoenix has been playing extremely well. Devin Booker has been playing maybe the best week of basketball in his career. 116.75 team implied total is the second highest on the slate for Phoenix today. It is a very good spot for Phoenix against Sacramento. Both teams like to play um, at least, I would say, at a quicker pace. Sacramento being a lot more quicker over the last 30 days as compared to their season average, especially, I mean, when you get Aaron Fox back, that's going to happen. They have the highest game total on the slate at 226.5 compared to the Lakers at just 221. We are still waiting to see what happens in Toronto and Portland with their injury news, Really, and the, the, the Vegas total not being out yet. Same thing with Memphis and Minnesota because of Carl Anthony Towns. You can screenshot this. This will be updated once all the Vegas totals are out over on Patreon with the projections. Which right now, as we go over to our early interest, I'll be linking up the projections right above my head right now. You can check those out over on Patreon. Updated all throughout the day, up until lock. A lot of great feedback on the projections. Um, It is... Something that I take a lot of pride in. I enjoy doing those projections every single day, two to three hours or so of my time. I'm an independent content creator. So if you do want to even just support over on Patreon, there is a donation option. But I do encourage you to check out the all sports package where you get the NBA, PGA, and NFL right now. And there's a lot that goes into that every single day. A ton of value. So be sure to check that out. So early interest right now. This is just a player pool of 20 through one, 20. What is it right now? 22 players on a six game slate. I'll have 30 at least 30, closer to 40 players in a player pool a night. So this is just a sample of that around half based on injury news. There'll be more value in here based on after I do some of my projections, there'll be more top end players in here. But just to give you a sample of what I'm feeling at the top end in the nine k or above Anthony Davis, Andre Drummond and Damian Lillard for Anthony Davis, he's played 38 plus minutes in four of his last six. And the only two games where he didn't play 38, he played 36 minutes. I mean, this guy's just a shoe in to play 36 minutes. He averages 35.4 a game. He's played, once again, 36 plus and six straight. He's a guy that uh, he's clicking now and he's playing more minutes. And yes, those extra two minutes matter when you're averaging close to 1.5 fantasy points per minute because on average, instead of going for your let's call it 50 fantasy points a night. 52 is his average this season. If now you're going to be going for 55 to 56, that's a big difference when you're priced at 10-7 in terms of trying to win a tournament, right? Coming in first or second or third, three points. And if say he's above average in those two minutes, two fantasy points per minute, four points is a big difference from finishing first and finishing fifth. Andre Drummond at 9,700. I I really like him if Tristan Thompson is out. Then you get the matchups against John Henson and Ante Zizic, and that's a great matchup for Drummond and Love even. Uh, But if Tristan Thompson is in, it's just a much more difficult rebounding matchup. Cleveland doesn't allow a ton of points in the paint. Now, Drummond is just a fantastic offensive rebounder, defensive rebounder, and a good points-in-the-paint player. I mean, that's where he lives. But at 9,700, it's a steep tag. I like it a lot more if Thompson is out. Similar things can be said in terms of injury news impacting my interest in a player for Damian Lillard at 9,200. I love the guy. If CJ McCollum is out, I love the guy. If he's in it it's a steep price tag of ninety two hundred in a tough matchup against Toronto. Now don't get me wrong, there's obviously still no Pascal Siakam, no Fred Van Vliet, no Marcus All. Like the tough matchup comes down to Kyle Lowry and yes, he is a, a dog type of defender. He can get in some guys' heads I think Lillard will be fine there. At $9,200, I do have interest in Lillard either way. But if CJ McCollum is out, it's just so much better. You're probably getting an increased shots, um, increase to the shot production, but also increase to the drive rate. Another three or four drives a game usually lands in another two to three to four uh, field goal attempts a game. And then you get to the line as well. So $9,200 is a fair price point, especially if CJ is out. Kyle Lowry, no Fred Van Vliet, no Pascal Siakam. I mean, this is a guy averaging like 1.35 fantasy points per game with no Pascal Siakam, 1.3, somewhere around there. And now you get no Fred Van Vliet, who is a guy who does impact the assist percentage of Kyle Lowry. Fred Van Vliet, a huge assist guy. Now the issue is, well, who's going to make these shots, right? Uh, yes, you have Serge Ibaka out there. OG Ananobi, if he gets hot, can really help the Kyle Lowry assist numbers. But are you going to be trusting Pat McCall to make shots out there? Terrence Davis? I don't know. Either way, though, $8,700 is too cheap of a price tag on a six-game slate, especially Especially if McCollum is out, just another player out there who's not an elite defender, right around average but you're going to be replacing him with Anthony Simons. And that's a much better matchup in terms of plus minus on the court. So Kyle Lowry, yes, another player who is, is going to benefit from an injury. Uh, the Iron Fox price point is dropping to 7,700. I think people might overlook it. Now, Buddy Healed over the last week or so has been playing great, huge minutes. A lot of that has to do with just Bogdan Bogdanovich being out. He's going to be out. Now, Rashawn Holmes is going to be out, who's been somebody who's been producing huge on both sides of the ball. The Aaron Fox 7,700 against Phoenix in what is going to be the highest total game on the slate right now with a team total around 110 with a pace around league average. This is a really Really good spot for a guy playing big minutes now. Thirty plus, thirty-two plus minutes a game. I like the Aaron Fox as a low-owned play. If the Aaron Fox is highly owned, well, then I can get away from it. But at seventy-seven hundred, if he's being ignored because Kyle Lowry is going to be attractive today, Damian Lillard, I'm fine getting away from those guys in some lineups. Maybe even a single-entry lineup or playing both of these guys, but getting to Fox if he is at low ownership. Kelly Oubre is hard to ignore, man. This guy's playing 38-plus minutes in like five straight games. He's touched 40 minutes in three of those games, 40-plus. He's not coming off the court. He's playing power forward. He's playing small forward. Um, He's also handling the ball at some points. $7,300 for a guy who's playing 38-plus minutes with the highest... Well, virtually the tie for the highest team total on the slate in this type of pace environment. Yeah, it's really hard to ignore when you have a 21 plus percent usage rate, when you're elite and you're rebounding for a small forward, when you're elite in your assist percentage. I mean, very quietly, Kelly Oubre is having one of the better seasons and being one of the better cogs in this team uh, than anybody's really uh, talking about. One of the more underappreciated players in the league, one of the more durable players in the league this season. Buddy Heald price point keeps dropping and I don't know why. Bogdan's not coming back today. He's doubtful. Now you have Rashawn Holmes out. So that's a production bump, especially in the rebounding department. I don't know why Buddy Hill's price keeps dropping. It was 7,400 when he was putting up 45, 47 fantasy point games. It drops down to 7,200. Last night, this is the second night of a back-to-back, he goes for like 35 fantasy points. And then they say, you know what, let's drop this down to to 7,000. So it's a little bit easier for him to hit value for you. So I think Buddy Hill's going to be very popular. He's shooting guard, small forward eligibles, and I really don't want to get away from it. Chris Paul's price has dropped. Now, Brooklyn has been very good over the last month. Getting Karis Levert back, we'll see how that impacts things, especially if he's on a minutes limit. But Chris Paul's price has dropped just inexplicably below 7K. And yes, it is a more difficult matchup than people expect but playing 33 minutes a game as of late this right now comes in as the highest pace game in my model at 104.8 a 109.25 team implied total so is very good and at the end of the day 6900 harry giles at 3100 if harry giles starts at center tonight he is by far the best value playing the slate virtual lock for cash virtual lock for gpps even if you're playing 150 harry giles is a very good fantasy point per minute producer he does have foul trouble risk but we can't really factor in him when he's 3100 If Harry Giles goes out there and plays... 24 minutes, and I think he could play more, but just 24 minutes. He's been playing 16 backup minutes a night. Let's just say he plays 24 minutes at center at $3,100. This guy's a fantasy point, point per minute producer. He's probably going to score somewhere around 24 fantasy points with the upside of 30 plus. That's really hard to ignore. He is the best play on the slate if he starts at center. If they do something wonky and start uh, Dwayne Denman at center, yes, there's still some interest in Dwayne Denman of course, and I would get to Dwayne Denman with similar upside and similar interest. Bielitsa, I believe, will be getting some center minutes today, so that also helps his case. He's the next guy up at 5300 power forward, power forward only around a 20% usage guy, nice rebounding rate. And now you're going to probably get him for, I don't know if he plays 32 minutes tonight, you might get half of those minutes at center, depending on what they do with Dwayne Deadman's rotations. Uh, that's a really good spot for 5,300 Bielitsa. Shabazz Napier is continuing to start even with Jeff Teague back, even with Wiggins back. He went for over 35 fantasy points the last time out. Now his price point has reduced against a very fast paced Memphis team against a Memphis team that doesn't play a lot of defense, uh, AKA John Morant there. Been playing a little bit better defense than expected, but still is the clone it seems of Russell West just with a better shot. I mean it's hard not it's hard to be worse than Russell Westbrook that lasts in the entire league in history, I believe, in efficiency field goal percentage. Uh, Danilo Gallinari, probably more of a cash play at 5,800, but you can put him in your tournament lineups. I mean, this is a guy who's going to go out there and play 32 minutes. He's a fantasy point point permanent producer, somewhat difficult matchup, but when you get closer to the rim against Brooklyn, it's a slightly better matchup. And now he has a nice pace. He has a nice team total and he's 5,800. His range of outcomes is like 26 to 36 fantasy points, it seems. So at 5,800, not a lot can go wrong and a lot can go right, especially in cash. OG and Anobi, I would expect minutes bump here with Norman Powell, doubtful, and no Fred Van Vliet. I would expect those 36 to 38 minute kind of classic OG Ananobi games we were getting earlier in the season. What is he doing that time? I don't know. He's a low usage guy. If he takes the shots around 15 to 20 and he's making them, that's really good. 20 is probably a little bit of a stretch. Around 12 to 16 and he's making them, well, yeah, he's going to be good. Outside of that, you're trying to bank on some steals and blocks. Not the greatest play at the 5K range, but I think he's in play. Aaron Baines continues to start at the 5 while they put. DeAndre Ayton at the four. Ayton's up to the 8K range, but Baines is still just 5K against Harry Giles and Dwayne Dedman tonight. Yeah, Baines at 5K is probably going to be a little bit underappreciated. He'll grade out for somewhere around 27, 28 fantasy points, I would imagine for me. And again, the highest team total good spot. Ronda Hallis Jefferson will benefit from no Norman Powell from no Van Lee. Not directly, but he'll have more rotational run. He's already playing into the mid-20s and minutes. Now you're probably going to get that with maybe even more of a bump. He's small forward eligible for a power forward. He's around an 18% usage guy and he's only 4,800. Darius Garland, not a great fantasy point-per-minute guy, but instead of playing his 28 minutes a game over the last two weeks, he started to play 34 pretty consistently. Now no Kevin Porter Jr., so that's good for those minutes for shooting guard and small forward players. Darius Garland, I'm going to project for probably around 34 minutes today. Difficult matchup against Detroit, but the usage rate, the assist percentage is there. And look, if he's 3,400... Well, if he's 4,800 playing 34 minutes, that's okay for me. Uh, Chetty Osman at 4,500. Even if he plays 35 minutes today, he's not a lock. He's a terrible fantasy point per minute producer. Keep an eye on what happens with Kevin Love. If he was to rest again and Tristan Thompson's out, well, they're missing their 3, 4, and their 5 today. So Osman would get a lot of run at the 4. At 4,500, I like a lot of the value better, and I'll just kind of avoid this mid to low 4K range. But Sfi is down here at 4,200. Keeps on putting up for Detroit 30-minute games. Keeps on putting up 20 to 25 fantasy point games. It's okay value, probably more based on cash if we don't get the extreme value, which it already seems like we are with uh, Harry Giles. Frank Nielakina, if indeed Dennis Smith Jr. is out, and also if you get uh, the main one, Alfred Payton out, at 3,400, Nielakina should be playing in a really, really difficult matchup. Top three in points per possession is the Lakers defense against guards, so it's a brutal matchup, but at 3,400, if he was to play 32 minutes tonight because Dennis Smith and Frank Nielakina, or Dennis Smith and Alfred Payton are out, that's hard to ignore. Alfonso McKinney, if there is no um, well, there already is no Kevin Porter. He should play in the mid-20s of minutes. Not a good fantasy point-per-minute producer. Very low usage rate, but only 3400 At the $3,400 range, I would prefer Frank Nielakina if Alfred Payton was out over McKinney. Um, but the best value on the slate right now for me, if I project him to start and play, I don't know, somewhere around 24 to 26 minutes, is Harry Giles at 3100 After that, you're looking in the low range, um, in the low 4K range, maybe Rondé Hollis Jefferson, Frank Nielakina. So these are 22 players. I hope this video helps you get your day started on the six-game slate. Best of luck tonight. Continue your heaters if you're on a hot streak in the NBA. If you're not starting your heater tonight, I really do appreciate it. Hit that subscribe button. Be sure to check out my Patreon-exclusive content. I'll link that up. Once again, it is below and also above if you hit the little I icon in the top right corner. Check it out at the end of this video. I do appreciate that. And lastly, drafters.com. There's a listener league linked up down below. By the time you're listening to this, there might only be like one spot left. So go check it out. $5 buy-in for tonight's NBA slate. We'll be drafting at 6 p.m. East Coast time. It takes five minutes of your time. Get into that league. Appreciate y'all. My name's Sal. Hit the subscribe button before you go. Leave those five-star rating reviews on the podcast before you close out your phone app. Peace out, gang. I hope you enjoyed that podcast. And before you go, if I can get you to subscribe and follow the podcast, download a few if you wish. But if you enjoyed this podcast, if you can please subscribe. Helps me out. Helps support it. So thank you so much. And I will see you in the next one.